of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Lincoln Live today is with the superintendent of Lincoln's Public Schools, Dr. Steve Joel, who's headed to work or probably at work right about now. Good morning, Steve. Morning, Dale. <laughs> so it's a day off for teachers and students, but you're still putting on the suit and tie and heading to work. Yeah, you know, I was thinking, boy, that's uh, what, a, what a weird one that was yesterday. Very weird. I've been uh, doing this this work for a long time, as you know, and and. Never have I ever in my wildest dreams thought I'd call a wind day. And, you know, it, it basically for us began yesterday mid-morning when some people were watching a forecast in the community a lot closer than we were. And we started thinking about it a little bit and we started looking at the forecast and really trying to wait until the last possible second, not believing that we could ever have 60 to 75 mile an hour winds at three o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just decided, since we've got so many kids that, that walk to school to and from uh, home and a lot of buses out on the street, if, in fact, you know, we're going to have those dangerous conditions, we're better off not having school. You know, a lot of districts around the state looks like, uh, as I was checking last uh, last evening, they, they go with, you know, an early dismissal or a late start. And that's something that doesn't work well in Lincoln primarily because our parents really want a decision one way or the other for for planning purposes. So we decided to pull the trigger, and my phone immediately blew up, and people saying, what, really? You have to be kidding. And so, um, I, you know, hopefully hopefully the weather event occurs, you know, and I don't want to wish any any damage on anybody's personal property or themselves, but I can, I can tell you that my biggest fear with snow days or, you know, any any kind of a day off from school is that you know, the weather forecast doesn't materialize and, you know, people question the sanity of the superintendent. Steve, I just checked before talking to you from 3P to 7P this afternoon. It looks like wind gusts starting at about 60, uh, close to 70. So that afternoon window is what it's showing as the most potential volatile time. And now they've added a possibility of some severe weather. It would be fast moving. It's mostly to the north of us, to the east of us, but they've added that little wrinkle in the last hour or so. So I I think you made a good call. Well, and, you know, I'm somebody that is a news consumer, right? So I've been following what's happened in Kentucky and Arkansas with that that storm that, you know, was just so devastating. So the last thing in the world we want to do is get kids caught up in something that creates a dangerous situation. And so, you know, we, we put our team together yesterday before the school board meeting and we said, we'll check the forecast one more time. So yeah, um, kids, thank you. You're, you're welcome. And, and, you know, enjoy the day, make good use of it, stay off the road, stay home. That's the purpose of not having school. That other thank you, you and other school board, you and members of the school board here this morning are coming from school bus drivers because the school board got a $3 and 51 cent an hour bump with a new base rate of $23, transportation para-educators getting a $0.50 cent an hour raise with a new base of $14.63. And uh, Dr. Liz Standish last night did an excellent job of 
uh, painting the picture, the, the world for bus drivers. My wife is a bus driver, so I hear every day exactly what Dr. Standish said last night about bus drivers picking up other bus driver routes, sometimes extending their days when their days are supposed to end. Uh, picking up unfamiliar routes, not having paras because there just aren't enough of them, and still doing an excellent job of getting kids, most of the kids, uh, just a few dozen, not getting to school on time and not getting home on time. But you figure with all the students out there riding buses, bus drivers do an excellent job of doing what they're supposed to do. Well, and, and Dale, I can tell you that, you know, I think our challenges in transportation have been well documented. And I, I just want to personally thank your wife and all of our transportation employees for sticking with us. You know, it's it's it used to be that being a bus driver was this wonderful retirement job where you could go in a few hours in the morning, a few hours in the afternoon. But when you look at the labor market and you realize that, you know, there just is such a shortage of people that are looking for work, we had to do something. And uh, while, you know, 72 students out of more than 3,000 that are being bused doesn't seem like a lot, that's lost. That, that's just lost time for kids. So we, we uh, I applaud Dr. Standish and her team for developing a proposal. And you're absolutely right. She articulated it very, very well uh, yesterday. And, you know, we'll continue to monitor. And, you know, our hope is that we uh, we get a flurry of applications. We're going to try to short line the the certification process we pay for the cdl test and and all of the training and as ryan robley said last night you know it could take anywhere from two weeks to two months depending upon you know the person's um that, that's being hired and going through the process so you know we're I'd, I'd like to say we're excited about the future but we just don't know i mean public education's getting hit with some of the same labor shortages that we're seeing out in our communities. And by the way, it's not a Lincoln issue. It's not a Nebraska issue. It's a national issue with bus drivers. So, you know, anybody that's listening to this, um, you know, hopefully we've made it more attractive now for you to come in and work for us. And, you know, you are the child's first teacher. So there's a, you play a very, very important role in our system. And the sign-on bonus is doubled to a thousand uh, $1,000. You need a CDL to be a school bus driver and CDL, anyone with a CDL is a is a valuable individual right now with the uh, supply chain shortage and truck drivers. So there have been some drivers leaving, but hopefully, Steve, this will turn things around. Uh, Dr. Steve Joel joining me from Lincoln's Public Schools. Uh, the uh, state's largest organization representing teachers, the Nebraska State Education Association, came out with a survey. Results uh, from about 3,000 educators. And the takeaway is that teachers are stressed. They're overworked. They're seeing more student behavioral issues, and school districts don't have enough substitute teachers or paras. There's one district, maybe more than one, but one pointed out by uh, an NSEA official that a superintendent was even driving a school bus. And let's uh, focus in on LPS. To what extent do these findings pair up with teachers in Lincoln's public schools, Steve? Well, Dale, I, th I think there's there's legitimacy to it. We've had a number, I've had a number of conversations with teachers and, of course, the Lincoln Education Association that has expressed, you know, exactly what that article uh, articulated. Um, and, and I will tell you that, you know, it is a stressful time. You know, students, for the most part, don't have any normalcy. And when you don't have normalcy and the pandemic's hanging over your head, and you, you know, we have to wear masks in order to keep our classrooms open. That all plays out in some behavioral issues. So we're seeing more behavioral um, episodes and events. And, and, you know, I know that that uh, certainly is cause for concern. But I also want to thank our teachers for hanging in there, too. I mean, I think uh, the vast majority 
of our of our staff understand how important the work is and that our community relies on us and our kids need us and you know as we recently uh, had some uh, student achievement scores uh, put out uh, by the Department of Education you know I, I think really we've done an outstanding job through the pandemic of being able to stay connected with our kids but attendance rates are you know are amongst st- uh, teacher uh, students are, are are down and you know we're just uh, we're, we're trying to deal with it as, as best we can and you know I think overlaying all of that Dale is that the last two years we've had to cut some make some pretty significant cuts in the general fund you know, due to declining enrollment, loss of state aid, and you know, I, I think at some of our schools we may not have uh, the same the same supports in place, like behavioral interventionists. That you know was something that uh, that we had added several years ago to help with uh, behavioral issues. But you know, we'll we'll get through this. You know, I know teachers are tired. There's a lot on their plate, and you know, it's one of the things. That's one of the reasons why we announced a package of. Um, just just strategies and, and interventions that we're hoping will remove some of that. But um, I, I know our public is aware that, that teaching is a difficult job right now. And, you, you know, pat a teacher on the back and thank them because they're really, really doing a fantastic job in Lincoln. You mentioned achievement scores. Last year's graduating seniors scored better than other students in Nebraska on the ACT for the second straight year. Some districts across the country would ask, how in the world does that happen in a pandemic year? But it happened in LPS. It did. And again, I think that speaks to the integrity of our academic culture, right? And, you know, we... we uh, we weren't expecting that, quite frankly. We were bracing ourselves for numbers to be uh, significantly lower. Now, I will tell you, those those scores, those Ross, those those aggregate scores, are not up to LPS standards. But when you think about the numbers of kids that were in quarantine and isolation and hybrid learning environments, and and we released some data that you know, without question, I mean, clearly, you look at. You look at results and the kids that were in school in person did so much better than the kids that chose to, to, to learn remotely. I'm just so proud of, of the incredible effort. So, you know, my hope is that our administrators, our teachers, our pairs, our bus drivers, our custodians, I don't, I don't you know, it, everybody that, that all 8,000 people that are pulling together um, around the same sense of mission will at some point look back, breathe deeply and say, you know what, we did it. We figured it out. We kept our schools open. We kept our classrooms open and we did it, you know, in an environment where there's a whole bunch of headlines around the country that, that are really negative toward public education. And, you know, in Lincoln, it's working. So, you know, I said last night, I just want to wish happy holidays to all of our staff, all of our students, all of our parents, and certainly to this wonderful community that continues to support the most uh, the most critical mission any community has. That's the education of its youth. Dr. Steve Joel here on Lincoln Live. One other subject, and that is graduation rates. As ATC, ACT scores went up, graduation rates took a, a slight dip last year. 82% graduated on time last spring compared to 82 and a half in 2020. Uh, one half of one percent, Steve. Did you think it might be greater than that? Uh, yes, without question. Um, but again, you know, we we have really tried to connect kids uh, through the pandemic to figure out ways to help them get through. And I will tell you, as well, we did not reduce any standards for kids. So right. So I think you know there was some some national news about you know maybe uh, lowering the threshold. We kept our standards in place, so our students that graduated earned their diploma. 
Um, but, you know, because of that and because of the fact that, you know, primarily in the hybrid learning environment, they weren't, the students just weren't as industrious as they should have been. You know, we, we definitely had some, um, some, some leakage. So, you know, we feel really good about where we are, but, you know, it's like anything else. Where's, where's, the, where's the pandemic going from here? And, you know, what's going to be the, uh, the, the DHM, I think, is, it expires on the 23rd. You know, what is that going to, to say? And, you know, how are people going to process just, you know, everything that we've got right now in our environment? And that's all going to take a toll on student outcomes, student achievement results, and ultimately graduation rates. But we feel, you know, I feel very, very good about how focused we are on, on helping students be successful. And I think we've proven it through the pandemic. Back in 2019, we talked about graduation rates, and the hope then was the 83.6 would move up to 85%, which would then move up to 90%. Boy, that 83.6 looks pretty good right now, doesn't it? It, it really does. Yeah. And we're always going to keep our, our eye on the 90%. Yeah. You know, I think in Lincoln, if anybody, if any urban district in America can, can get it or get close to it, it's going to be Lincoln Public Schools. We just have all the all the tools in place, but that is also always going to be an absolute stretch goal. You know, our poverty rates are, you know, hovering around 47, 48%. We have a lot of kids with challenges and, you know, the things that, um, that, that are out in our community certainly play out in school. But, you know, I think our parents really work hard to, to, to partner with us and, you know, we're going to continue to, um, to, to try to hit that 90% and, you know, I mean, I think as long as we have that goal out there, people stay focused on student by student by student. And that's what's happening at all of our schools today is who are the kids that are not coming to school? What do we have to do to get them to school? And we're seeing some uh, some some excellent results. There you go. Everything Lincoln Public Schools. I got to let you go. You need to go to work. You got to go to work today. Thanks, Dale. Thanks, Steve. Lincoln Superintendent Dr. Steve Joel here on Lincoln Live.